Welcome to the Podcock Peacast. I'm your host, the only Tyler Peacock on the program today. Of course, we'll recap the weekend and the pick six. Get to another set of six games in the pick six segment to get you ready for week three of college football and week two of the National Football League. And uh, finish off with the weekend menu. Let you know uh, some of the other big events coming up this weekend in the sports calendar. Weekend recap, though, recapping the, the notes uh, that I took watching uh, sports, football mainly, this past weekend. Of course, the pick six, we'll start with that. Losing week, two and four, uh, drops me to one and two overall. The NFL picks four and six overall so far with college football, five and seven overall record. Uh, monumental comeback is on the horizon. It's a little setback. But um, the game notes, of course, the uh, NFL got started. Thursday night, the Eagles beat the Falcons in an ugly, shitty game. Eye poison is what I put down as an 18-12. Friday night, number 16, TCU, 42, SMU, 12. A little rivalry game, but uh, TCU... Uh, slept walk basically on their way to the Iron Skillet. In Saturday, college football action, top 25 teams. Teams who uh, took care of business. Number one, uh, Alabama. Number four, Ohio State. Wisconsin, five. Oklahoma, six. Washington, nine. LSU, 11. Virginia Tech, 12. Penn State, 13. West Virginia, 14. Mississippi State, 15. 19th ranked Central Florida. Boise State at 20. Michigan 21, Miami 22, Oregon 23 all took care of business in the top 25. El Asico was Saturday. Of course, that's the Iowa State-Iowa game, the battle for the Cyhawk Trophy. And it was classic El Asico. Just kind of punt, 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 run, turnover, ugly, low-scoring football. But the uh, Hawkeyes get it done. Score one for the Big Ten, 13-3. Over the Cyclones. How about Kentucky? 31-year losing streak to the uh, Florida Gators. They snapped that in Gainesville 27-16. Mark Stoops, a shout-out to you and your Kentucky Wildcats for getting that done. Number 8, Notre Dame. They slipped by Ball State in an ugly one. A little letdown game, possibly, for the 8th-ranked Irish. 24-16 in that one. Late, late Saturday night, number 15, Michigan State. They go down in the sweltering heat in the desert. Herm Edwards, perfect clock management to end the game. Kicked the uh, short field goal, 16-13, the Sun Devils. Forks up, they get the victory over Sparty. Number three, Georgia. They nuked number 24, South Carolina, on the road. Uh, got the early pick six. Uh, the first half was kind of close. Then the second half, Georgia just imposed their will, their will, I should say, on the Gamecocks. Number two, Clemson, they survive in Aggie Land. A, a wild one, a great game. Kellen Munn played well for Texas A&M. 28-26, though, the Tigers get it done. They survive. And the saddest thing for the weekend was in college football. It's Purdue. They lost. They paid Eastern Michigan. $550,000 to come into West Lafayette and beat them 20-19. to Chris Grayton, that was my over, my one lock in the Mid-American Conference. 
was EMU's over. I think it was five and a half wins, something like that. Uh, so that's looking good. They're unbeaten on the season. So shout out to you. Uh, Nebraska, Colorado, fun to see those two uniforms go at it midday on Saturday. Uh, Chenault, the receiver for Colorado, um, incredible. What a beast. Uh, the great touchdown catch to end at 33-28. Final college football note, Kansas, they won a road game. First time since 2009 the Jayhawks football team will win a road game. Uh, good on you to uh, KU. NFL Sunday, Baltimore killed Buffalo 47-3. The Jacksonville defense, they get a, they get a touchdown. Um and they hold the Giants mostly out of the end zone. Saquon did have that big touchdown run, I believe, a 68-yarder. But Jacksonville takes down the Giants, 20-15. to Fitzmagic, over 400 yards in the air, uh, over 30 rushing, a touchdown rushing, four passing, 48-40 win over the Saints in the Superdome. How about uh, where are we at here? Oh, New England just... Be in New England. Dumb of me to pick and bet against the Patriots. A 27-20 over the Texans. Minnesota, again, defensively, they kind of keep Jimmy G and the Niners at bay at home. 24-16 win for the Vikings. Bengals, 34. Colts, 23. Watched a little bit of that. Um, Bengals used a huge second half, mainly a huge fourth quarter to uh, win going away. Pittsburgh, Cleveland, 21 all. Tie game in overtime. Just a wild one. Watched most of that. Just a wild one. Cleveland, plus five in the turnover margin. Six to one, of course, was the turnover breakdown there. And um, since the Browns entered the uh, National Football League, or re-entered teams who have a plus five turnover margin or greater in games are 132 wins, four losses, and a tie. The Browns happen to be responsible for two of those losses and the tie. Um, so, but Miles Garrett, TJ Watt was awesome for Pittsburgh with Miles Garrett, a force for the Browns. Uh, the four, the four O games, the four o'clock games, Chiefs, Mahomes looked good in his debut. Tyreek Hill remains fast, 38-28 win over the slow starting Chargers, uh, like normal. Skins, Adrian Peterson, he's a Redskin, but you didn't know that. If you did, he had a huge game, 24-6 win. In Arizona, Dallas cannot move the ball. The offense like constipated. They drop a uh, defensive struggle. 16-8 down in Carolina to Cam Newton and the Panthers. Denver, Seattle. Higher scoring game than I would have expected, but uh, the Broncos won 27-24. Didn't watch any of that game. Uh, Sunday night football, oh, Tennessee, um, they lose in Miami. Longest game in NFL history with uh, a long, long, long delay for lightning and and, uh, inclement weather down there. But the Dolphins, 27-20 over the Titans down there in Miami. Sunday night, Aaron Rodgers gets hurt in the first half. My note says, A-Rodge hurt, pack dead, FML. Bears looked awesome. Khalil Mack, unbelievable. First half, he had a sack. He had a forced fumble and a fumble recovery in the same play. Also had an interception return for a touchdown. Just dominant. Multiple hurries as well. Uh, Deshaun Kaiser, he made him uh, probably piss himself. And then the second half comes around. 20 to nothing. The Bears are leading. Rodgers comes into the game. And the Packers start to come back. 
he goes for almost 300, like 270-some, three tutties. In the second half, Pack come back 24-23. Excellent Sunday night game. I thought week one for NFL, he had some shit sandwiches, but I thought overall the play for week one, pretty good. Then Monday night, you had two snoozers. The Jets, Darnold, he throws the first uh, first play of the game. His first NFL pass, Sam Darnold, pick six. He responded well. Uh, Jets get a defensive touchdown and a special teams touchdown, 48-17. to They route Detroit in Detroit. Sad, sad, sad opener for Detroit Diamonds, super fan. Fireman Ed's back, so if you're in the... Uh, NFL fans that make a name for themselves. But uh, Jets look pretty good. Defense looked pretty good as well. And then the nightcap, I was able to see the Raiders, like, first drive. And then a little bit of the first drive for the Rams. Then I went to bed. Saw the Raiders score. They're up 13-10.5. Rams use a 23-0 second half to ruin John Gruden's comeback to the National Football League. 33-13. And that is, of course, the weekend recap here. This week, we'll move to the pick six. Like I said, five and seven overall. I got four college games this week. Two NFL. Hand select the biggest games of the week in my estimation. We'll start with the college games. All these games, Saturday, September the 15th. 3.30 window on ESPN. Number 17, Boise State, 2-0. They'll travel into Stillwater, Oklahoma. They'll take on the 24th ranked Cowboys of Oklahoma State. The Pokes of Okie State, a three-point favorite at time of recording, and the over-under set at 63.5. When you look at this game, both teams, they haven't played a lot of great competition. Some could argue they haven't played any competition yet, but both teams look really good in their two respective outings that they've each had. Um, Both are offensive teams, offensively charged teams. Boise has been remarkably efficient. Under their quarterback, Brett Rippon. He's a stud. You look Oklahoma State, T. Boone Pickens Stadium. Um, kind of a, a, a good a, it's a good atmosphere. Kind of a tough place to go in and play. It's not up there, you know, with the Death Valley or Kyle Field or Autzen or any of those types of places when it comes to noise. But it'll be a challenge for the Broncos for sure, any road team. To me, it's a coin flip game. I think the line kind of reflects that as well. I'll take a little chance here. I, I think Boise, I said earlier earlier in the preview, during the Mountain West preview, I said this game to me was the get-over-the-hump game for Boise State. I thought they could run the table if they went in the still water and beat Oklahoma State. I think they do. So give me Boise plus three. I think they won a great one, a close one, a nail-biter, down to the wire. Boise State 38 Oklahoma State 37. We'll stay with 330 games. Next one, number 12, the Tigers of LSU, 2-0. They'll travel to another team that's 2-0, who also are the Tigers. Of course, the Auburn Tigers. Auburn, Alabama, Jordan Hare, right now, 330 or a CBS game, the SEC game of the week. Auburn, a 9.5 point favorite, 45 is the total on the over-under. I'm very, very confident in this pick. Auburn's defense line, they're they're filthy. They're nasty. Hard to block. I question LSU's ability to do both things. Run block, get yards on the ground, which they want to do against this Auburn front, and to protect 
new quarterback Joe Burrow and him to be able to get passes down the field, find open receivers. Plus, Burrow, 47 or 8% completion percentage in two games. Of course, Miami has a pretty good defense. And then they played Southeast Louisiana, an FCS team last week. So not great competition last week. They kind of slept walk through that one. Auburn, they're at home. So there's an advantage there. I like that, of course. And to me, Auburn, they're they're pretty marginally better than LSU from a talent standpoint. And they're at home. I think they're better by double digits. The line's nine and a half. So, of course, I'm going to take Auburn. Nine and a half, I'll lay uh, the rather large spread. I think they double them up. Auburn, 34, LSU, 17. Game number three this week. Number 22, one-on-one, the USC Trojans. They'll take on the Longhorns of Texas. Also one-on-one, Fox, 8 o'clock kickoff. Right now, the Horns of Texas, a three-point favorite. 48.5 is the overner. Now, this is, you remember back to the BCS National Championship game in the Rose Bowl a number of years ago, Vince Young against Matt Lyon Reggie Bush. Just a remarkable game. They hooked up last year out at the Coliseum. It's just fun when these two stored programs get together. Uh, iconic helmets and uniforms, all that pageantry. I love it. I'm all in for it. To me, this is a big game for a momentum from a momentum standpoint. Both teams one on one. A lot of question marks. We don't really know who these teams are. Um, Texas again. They lost week one to Maryland, and then they kind of struggled with Tulsa. SC was not dominant. I don't even remember who they played, but they weren't dominant really uh, in their win in the opener, and then Stanford who uh, just completely shut them down 17-3 last week. So a lot of question marks between these two. But last year's game was close. I think both teams were in a similar spot. Of course, Texas being at home, I like that. I guess to me it would be a coin flip game, but then I did a little digging. Right now USC's taking 72% of the bets. So um, with zero confidence, I'll fade the public. I'll take Texas. Hell with it. Minus three. I think Hook'em wins 28-24 over fight. Um, finally, final college game of the week. It is the game of the week here on the Podcock PCAST. Game day is going to be there. AT&T Stadium, Arlington, Texas. It'll host number four, 2-0, Ohio State, and the 15th-ranked Horned Frogs of Texas Christian University. Also 2-0 in the year. The Buckeyes, a 12-and-a-half-point favorite, 60 is the over-under. The Buckeyes have looked dominant in their two wins. Oregon State and, and Rutgers at home. Dwayne Haskins um, has barely thrown any incompletions. Of course, the the duo they have in the backfield with uh, Weber and Dobbins is special. Defensively, Bosa and, and, and Young and, and the pass rushers they have. Uh, defense is spectacular. Make no mistake about it, Ohio State is way more talented than TCU. Now, TCU, they have some dudes, Cavante Turpin, I know, uh, lethal on special teams and in the slot. They got a few guys that can run. Gary Patterson, I respect him. He's a respective coach. They run that 4-2-5 on defense. Maybe early they'll give Ohio State some looks that the Buckeyes struggle with. But I watched SMU 
and TCU last week, a good portion of it. TCU did not tackle well. That worries me because Iowa State, way more athletic and way better than SMU, of course. Another thing, the game in Arlington, I think some people might think that's a clear home field advantage for TCU. It's going to be at least 50-50, probably even more 60-65 to 40-35 in favor of Ohio State. Ohio State, Buckeye Nation, whatever you want to call it. Uh, they travel well. I think going to be a lot of scarlet and gray in that building. Going to kind of feel like a Buckeye home game. This game eerily similar to me to the 2016 Oklahoma game. Of course, the Buckeyes went into a true road game in Norman, and they blew the doors off the Sooners, a Big 12 team. I think Ohio State does similar things here. I'll lay the 12.5 with OSU. They double up. The Horn Frogs of TCU, 41-21. to 21. All right, let's get to the two NFL games first. 1 o'clock, Fox. The Vikings at Green Bay. Both teams 1-0. Green Bay, a one-point favorite. Over under 46.5. Love Minnesota. They are my Super Bowl pick this year. Great defense. Love the Cousins edition. Offensive weapons galore. But for me, it's just, especially seeing, and it's probably a little bit recency bias, but give the man a steal. It's hard to bet against Aaron Rodgers, especially in Lambeau. Right now, 79% of the money is on the Vikings. I think a lot of that is worrying about Rodgers' health, and I do too. But, of course, if he's a go, and I think he is going to be, you got to remember last year, Anthony Barr broke his collarbone early in the year in Minnesota. It's a revenge game for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. He's going to be pissed off. He's going to be laser-focused, locked into this one. I'm on the pack here. Only happen to lay the one point. It's essentially a pick him here. Green Bay wins 27-23. to Final NFL game, 425. CBS, Patriots at Jaguars. Both teams, of course, 1-0. Early on the season, Patriots a two-point road favorite, 45 the over-under. Rematch, AFC title game last year. Jags defense, we all know it's great. They played pretty well uh, early in that AFC championship game last year. But I'm stupid. I believed in the Texans, I still do. But I bet against Belichick and Brady. That was stupid. I won't do it again. I think... When you look at this game, all things, if it's equal and it comes down to quarterback play, Tom Brady versus Blake Bortles. Who do you think I like in that matchup? Obviously, Brady. Of course, New England, I think, wins it. It's going to be tight. It's going to be close, I think. New England gets it done 24-19. to Patriots minus two is the final play. All right, let's get to the weekend menu, the best of the rest. Here on the Podcock PCAS, week three of the college football season, week two of the National Football League, and any other sporting events that may catch my eye, you may want to pay attention to. All Saturday college games, we got number five, Oklahoma. They go to Iowa State, their Big 12 opener, noon ABC. Number 14, West Virginia at North Carolina State. That's a nice little game. 3.30 Eastern Time, ESPNU, where you could catch that one. Saturday night, number one Alabama opens up SEC play against Ole Miss. Ole Miss can score. Now, I don't know if they'll score on Bama, but Jordan Tamu, nice little quarterback. They got some good receivers. Um, 7 o'clock Eastern kick 
on ESPN. Number 10, Washington at Utah. Pac-12 opener. Going to be a, a tough environment for the Huskies. We'll see. Big game for both schools there. 10 Eastern time kick on ESPN. And already a nomination. Probably going to be the saddest thing next week in the recap game notes section. Saddest thing of the week. Rutgers at Kansas. Yeah. Let that sink in, people. Rutgers at Kansas. NFL. Thursday night football. Baltimore. They'll go in the Cincinnati. Notable one o'clock kickoffs. Carolina at Atlanta. Divisional game. Kansas City will go into Pittsburgh as well. That's the the two best one o'clock games for this week. Four o'clock kicks. uh, Oakland at Denver. West rivals there. Sunday night football. The Giants at the Cowboys. Of course, um, NFC East rivals go at it. Monday night football. Uh, the Seahawks will travel into Chicago, take on Khalil Mack and the Bears. Saturday night, big fight. Triple G Canelo 2. Controversial draw in the first one. Um, I'm more of a Triple G guy. Haven't really looked at the odds there. I probably should have, but um, I don't know. Just something to keep on the radar, but man, it's an, it's an expensive fight. Maybe try to find an illegal stream online. I guess wouldn't really recommend doing that because that's against the law, but fuck it. Anyway, uh, I don't know if I want to pay for that fight just the way uh, it happened last time. So I could see it maybe being controversial again, and then they'll fight in you know, May of next year, Cinco de Mayo, the trilogy. Uh, so who knows? So that's something to keep a radar on. And then finally, we'll end up with racing NASCAR. Didn't know if you knew they have a playoff system. They've had it for a little bit now. Anyway, the playoff starts in Vegas Sunday. A Formula One is in Singapore Sunday morning here in America uh, for the Singapore Grand Prix, of course. An IndyCar season finale in Sonoma. Scott Dixon, a 20, almost 30 point, I think it's 27, 28 point lead. Um, in the championship double points race though alexander rossi the closest rival to win the championship i think there's a couple other drivers still alive so that's uh sunday evening um cbs or um nbc sports is where you can catch the nascar and the indycar race and f1 is on it espn or espn to check your your listings or whatever all right there you have it that's the show that's the podcock pcast for this week i want to thank you for listening and uh, follow the show on Twitter at PodcockPCast. You can download, rate, review, subscribe, listen, do all those things with the show. Follow along. It's on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast. Just Google. Use the Google machine. Use the internet. We're all tech savvy for listening to the podcast. A podcast, I should say. Uh, pass it along to a friend, make fun of it, love it, do whatever. Positive and negative feedback, always welcome. Anyway, enough of rambling. Enjoy the football weekend, the boxing weekend, the racing weekend, whatever you're into. Uh, live it up, have a time. Anyway, thanks for listening. This has been the only Tyler Peacock for the Podcock Peacast. <laughs>